Welcome to the Tribal Brand Podcast. I am you, Winton. I hope everybody out there in podcast land is doing fantastico. I'm doing pretty damn good. I hope everybody's holiday was fantastico. Mine was pretty good. You know, when you get to be 58 years old, they are what they are. Don't really want for much, if you know what I'm saying. Daughter gave me a monitor for my podcasting. Yeah, nice fat ones, like 21 inches. Pretty nice, pretty cool. I like. Wife got me a bunch of flannels. It's been a long time since I had some flannels, so I got some of those. Nice and cozy. Found a good deal on them. So, you know, looking nice and toasty and warm for the new coming year. This is uh, Saturday, December 28th, 2019. Right? Oh shit, did that year go by fast? It went by even faster than last year. Or so it seems. I've been told my whole life that time is time. It doesn't change. But it sure does feel different, right? Time is not something you can touch. It doesn't have a temperature. You can't feel it on a sensory uh, thing, right? But you can kind of feel how it rips by. When you have no conscience of time, when you're not thinking about it, is there really time? Wow. Anyway, so the whole year ripped by. Now we're moving into a whole new decade, right? The 2020s. Man. So, 2020, I'm just going to call it the year of vision, bro. 2020 vision, man. What kind of cool shit's going to happen next year? It's the end of the year. So you got to hurry up and make those resolutions, right? I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to quit drinking alcohol, man. I'm not going to drink so much. I'm going to cut down on my cigs. going to lose a little weight. going to stop eating so much. going to watch my diet. going to be a better husband. You know, all those things. Be a better employee. You know... How many of us really stick to those resolutions? I don't stick to any of them, I don't think. I do my best. It's like I've always said, man. Just do your best. Don't be a a thief and a liar. You know, you'd be all right in this world. Oh, and then you have to treat your friends decent. What friends you do have. Reality is we only have a few friends. My best friend is my wife, of course. Then I have a little, you know, a dabble of a couple of friends that are true friends. Because I do have this problem with people. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's me being a turd. But after a while, man, see, I can stay in contact with people I consider to be my friends. You know, a little text here once in a while, a couple weeks, every couple weeks, say, hey, what's up? Maybe sooner, whatever. But the funny thing is, I never hear from them first. So after a while, I just drop it, man. And after I drop it, two, three years go by. And then I'll be thinking about them. Huh. You know, wonder what that knucklehead's up to. But that's about the extent of it. I have two or three really good friends that I communicate with at least on a weekly basis. And that's about it. But I know this. I am going to lose a little bit of weight, man. I've already lost a couple pounds. I'm tired of looking like a pot-bellied pig. You know, got that pot belly, that old man pot belly, 
Is it a pot belly, P-O-T, or pop? Well, it's grandpop belly for sure, but it is a little bit of a pot belly. I, you know, I know I'm getting fat, and I tell my wife, hey, you know, I'm just a fatty. She says, you're not fat. You're not. I feel like it, okay? That's one of the things that, you know, rubs me a little bit wrong about getting old is we do get that little chubby chubbiness going, okay? We all do. Aging gracefully is not something that, you know, very many of us get the luxury of doing. Look at all the actors and actresses, right? 20, 30 years ago, they were on their game, looking hot and sexy and whatever. 30 years later, looked like they were rode hard and put away wet, you know? Like that old motorcycle, right? So that's something that I don't like is getting the little pot belly. I don't care if I get the wrinkles, the gray hair, you know? But the belly, I don't like it. Never had it until the last 10 years, so I'm going to work on getting rid of that. And of course, you know, I'm not going to drink this year. This coming year is going to be another sober year for Pat Man. I just, you know, it's not my bag anymore, man. It's not my thing. I'm reminded daily where I could be just by driving or driving to work, man. Homeless. People living on the streets and shit. That's where my drinking would take me. I know it. So what do I do? I don't do it. Now the cigarette thing, it's been 10 years now, but I still want one. At least once a day. Man, that one there's a toughie. Hopefully I don't smoke next year. Them cigarettes, man. Every once in a while, one sure does smell good. Yeah, good old Marlboro. Oh my. Yeah, you smokers out there, you know what I'm talking about. Them cigarettes are damn good. But then after a while, when you get to be in your 40s, if you're not sick of it by then, then you're probably just going to keep doing it till you die. You know, you can get lung cancer from not even being a smoker. What the hell, man? Yeah, that's what killed Christopher Reeve's wife. After he died, she got friggin' lung cancer. Never smoked a day of her life. Wow. I wonder if we all have a little bit of lung cancer and then when we start smoking it, kicks it into gear or something, you know? Maybe we're all just gonna, whoever gets lung cancer is gonna have it anyway. Who knows? Right? Yeah. Every once in a while, cigarette do smell good. Didn't get chubby till I quit smoking. Maybe I'll start smoking cigs again. Maybe I'll lose some weight. I doubt it. I know I just end up being a fat smoker anyway, so I won't do that. I'll just do my best not to smoke that first cigarette. Maybe if I did, it would make me puke and sick like it did the first time I smoked. I told you guys about that story, so I don't need to tell it again, but all you little youngsters out there thinking about smoking cigarettes, it's poison to the body. Body don't like. Body makes you want to puke it out. Body wants to purge that shit. Anyway, another part of getting fucking old is this. The memory, bros. Yeah. You know, every day I think of probably a hundred things I want to talk about. A hundred things that I'm thinking about, right? But I forget. I try to write them down or I try to remember to write them down. I put them in my phone, in my notes. I got like a shit ton of notes in my notebook, right? So every once in a while, I'll look at it, and I'll think of something to talk about. But, and if I don't write it down, it's like, it's gone, just like that. Instant memory loss. Then you try to pull it back, you try, and you try, and you 
you work your brain, your muscle. They say your brain's a muscle, so I'm working it, man. Trying to pull it back to the surface, but it just won't get there. That's what you get to look forward to when you get to be a little aged like me. Some of it's probably drug and alcohol related. A little damage there, you know. A little memory loss, maybe early stages of dementia. Who knows? But it's easily lost, and once you lose it, you don't get it back. They need to make a pill that'll help me with my memory. I'll give you a small example of what kind of rubbed me the wrong way the other day, right? Kind of got under my skin a little. Kind of pissed me off. I'm driving back to the office, and there's a four-way street. I'm going east on, I don't know, one of the main streets up there in Capitol Hill area. And right at the corner, there's a car parked about 20 feet on the west side of the corner. The sidewalk where the lady wanted to cross, right? There was no crosswalk there. In fact, the crosswalk was on the other side, right? So if she had crossed the, the little street and got into the crosswalk, I would have seen her because the, the corner wouldn't have been blocked by a car. It would have been wide open. She would have had a place to cross. But I didn't see her in time, so I couldn't stop really, right? So I had to slow down and keep going. By the time I saw her, it was like a split second. You know, you know the feeling. You've had it. You've seen it. You know what I'm talking about. But this lady had the look on her face like such indignation, right? She closes her eyes and she just kind of shakes her head and just like, oh, how disgusting. What an asshole. He wouldn't stop. Let me cross. Hey, lady, you need to be in the crosswalk number one. Okay, you can get a jaywalking ticket for that bullshit. I did. Yeah, I told you all about that summer of 87 or something like that. Yeah, you remember? $50 ticket back then. Couldn't believe it. Anyway, she got that look on her face like what an asshole and was just a, being a batch. I didn't like it. She was being a batch. Because I always stop for people. I always stop. If I see a man, even when they're not in a crosswalk, I'll stop. Let him cross. Right? So now... She got under my skin. It's like, man, I wanted to go back and say, hey, why you got to be like that? I stopped for everybody. Anyway, it kind of pissed me off. But, you know, it's okay. I'm not going to let that get under my skin. But at the moment, it just agitated me. That's all. Like, because I'm Mr. Nice Guy. Maybe that's my problem. I'm too nice. I let these fucking vendors walk all over me, man. Now my, my projects are behind a little bit. So now the boss is kind of getting a little bit agitated, which I can understand. Hopefully it picks up after the holidays. But dude, remember, from your Thanksgiving to your first of the new year is pretty fucking slow, right? You got vendors. I had one vendor. He's a HVAC guy, Ivan. He takes off but doesn't tell anybody. So he's gone for like a week straight. He doesn't say, hey, I'm going to leave Joe Blow in charge. Joe Blow is going to handle everything. While I'm away. Doesn't even have a Joe Blow to leave in charge. So he's gone. He ghosts everybody. So I've had at least two failed inspections in that week. And I'm sure he's got a lot of other people who have had failed inspections as well. So then when he gets back. He's got all kinds of shit to take care of. Who can run a business like that? You can't run that business like that, bruh. You need to leave a Joe Blow in charge. So he can handle everything for ya. That's just one example. 
man. So I called up my foster mom a couple of days ago, and she's getting married today. Yeah, she's like 68 years old, finally going to remarry after Keith died. She told me once he was the love of her life. He passed away in an airport down in California. Yeah, I told you about that too, I think. I would tell her congratulations on this podcast, but I know she's not listening. It's not her cup of tea language, you know. Anyway, I was talking to the dumpster guy just yesterday, right? Rodney, garbage man up there in Seattle area. He comes and picks up our eight-yard dumpster every couple days or whatever. But he comes in on uh, Friday and he says, hey, check this out. And he shows me a picture of a dude inside a dumpster he was about to dump in the back of his truck. I was like, holy shit. And he's telling me that they kill 50 fucking homeless people that way every year. That doesn't count the ones that they run over in the alleyways, right? He says when they're driving down the alley, the vibration will wake them up. And they'll roll out of their fucking sleeping bag or whatever they're in and get squished. Did you fucking believe that shit? You don't hear about that. I ain't heard about that yet. But apparently when he was lifting the dumpster to dump it, he heard something. Something made him stop and bring it down a little. And that's when the guy pokes his head up. He's like all pissed off at dude. He's like, dude. So he starts shaking it and slamming it around. The guy starts crying. Yeah, apparently once they're dumped in the dumpster... The machine squishes them even more and, like, tears them up, right? Some of them live, some of them don't. But they don't even fucking know it until they get to the yard, wherever the dump, the garbage yard or wherever it is, and they dump it out, and they come rolling out. Or come out screaming or hollering or whatever, I don't know. Imagine living that life. Imagine having to sleep in a fucking dumpster. I don't know about you guys, but... I wouldn't sleep in no fucking garbage dumpster. I'd do something a little different. But it got me thinking about these people and what's their story, man? What's their history? Is it his story or her story? It's their story. Whoever's story it is, what is their fucking story, man? For instance, I got this one dude that is making his home inside our honey bucket. Right? So I'll get to work sometime, 6.30 in the morning. He's in there. I'm not messing around with dude. If that's where he needs to go to find some shelter, I guess it's okay by me. As long as he doesn't make a huge mess or leave his needles behind, it's okay. I'll roust him up about 7 o'clock, give him a little boot. Hey, time to get up. Time to move along. And he shuffles along and doesn't bother anybody. He's the same dude I saw out there last summer doing dancing down the street. He'll be shuffling along down the sidewalk, then he'll stop and he'll be... Like singing a song in his head, doing friggin' circles, dancing in circles and stuff. Then he'll shuffle along and move on down the street. Sad. You know, what's his story? Where's he from? Where are his people? You know, some of these people, man, they just don't have any people. I have to agree, though, there are some people out there that are homeless because they choose to be. Yeah, I knew a dude that was working for labor ready he'd make like 80 bucks a day that's what he would take home but the next day he's fucking broke i'm thinking to myself well what's going on man why are you well everything is just too expensive well if you ain't got nowhere to fucking live how are you spending 80 dollars a day right i could live on 10 dollars a day of food i'd find fucking shelter i don't care what it is 
A lot of it's mental illness, I guess. A lot of it's just drug addiction, alcoholism, whatever. But this is the richest country in the world, and I think there is something that can be done, right? Part of it's overpopulation, too. There was homelessness back in the 60s and 70s, but there wasn't as many fucking people either. Seven billion people on the planet. Seven billion. That's a few people, right? We all supposedly came from two people, Adam and Eve. And how did we get to seven billion? And counting just keeps going up. Anyway, a lot of fucking people. So what's your opinion about Donald Trump? What is your thoughts? I'd love to know what you guys think. I'd love to hear what you have to say about the whole political thing, man, because I have my opinion. You know, I think Donald Trump is a lying cheat. Yeah, that's what I think. And he's a deflector, right? He's like a a 14-year-old trying to take the focus off him and put it on somebody else. What does Biden have to do with his impeachment? Not a fucking thing. Right? But he wants to call Biden and his son as a witness. Well, go ahead. Who cares? They can't be sitting back and they, they all actually believe that all 17 of those people who testified are liars. They're all liars, but they pretty much told the same story. And it's unfair. The impeachment was unfair. What was unfair about it? He could have called his people. He could have called witnesses, bro. But he didn't. You know why? Because he you knows he's fucked. Personally, I think he should be out of office and I think he should be imprisoned once he's convicted of his crimes. Another thing it is, he pretty much dropped all the charges or freed that uh, war criminal. Yeah, that dude. I don't remember his name. He was on TV last night. He invited him to Mel Largo. Yeah, come on over for the Christmas dinner, would ya? Dude was clearly a war criminal. He was convicted for fucking around with a corpse, right? So they're still after war criminals from World War One and Two, which they're almost all of them are dead anyway, right? Well, fuck. What makes him so much different? What makes all them people so much different than the war criminals of, let's say, 1864, right? No different, man. But he gets to walk free, and he gets to be... He gets all his benefits from the military, even though they were stripped away... For being a bad boy, right? So, apparently all his guys in his troop or whatever, his he was the commander, the leader. Apparently, he was treating them badly. They couldn't keep up. That's some bullshit, man. Now you got Donald Trump out playing golf. Did you realize, did you guys know this? That he spent over uh, like $100 million just to play golf in the last three years. What the fuck? How is that even possible? How is that even fucking possible? Anyway, don't get me started because I will continue and I'll just keep going on about this because this has got me going. It's got me a little bit revved up. If you don't know it by now, I cannot stand Donald Trump. Anyway, guess who's coming back? Well, he's already back in town. We got fucking Marshawn Lynch, right? Marshawn is back in town. Beast Mode is back. Is he going to carry us to the promised land? Will he do it? Probably not, but he will get some yards. People are going to fear Beast Mode because he's going to come out. I I can't even imagine what it would be like trying to tackle dude coming at you full speed. I don't know what he weighs now. Probably 220, 230. 
but he's like a freight train, right? Coming at you. They were saying on the NFL Network today, whoever goes after him, whoever goes to make that tackle, going to have to make a business decision, right? Because you might come up lame. You might come up and have a career-ending injury, right? Beast mode, man. I hope everybody jumps on board. You know, we were talking a little bit about it at work the other day, and San says, well, him coming to town is better than having nothing. And that's the truth, because we don't have a running back, bro. We don't have a running back that can do what beast mode can still do. I'm just, man, I just want to see him crush people. Anyway, go Hawks. I don't know. I don't have a lot of hope this year because of all the injuries now in the offensive line. We got no offensive line, no monsters up there to protect our boy, right? Our boy Russell is going to get smashed. Anyway, I hope you all have yourselves a wonderful new year and make them resolutions stick. My one resolution, like I said, I'm going to lose a little bit of weight and I'm going to start doing something nice for somebody. Do some volunteer work for Homes for Humanity. Yeah, something like that. Try to give back a little bit. All them homeless fuckers up there, man, they need something. The ones that really need something, they should be helped. Other ones that would just want to live on the streets, live on the streets, man, but at least clean up after yourselves, right? And if you're homeless and you feel compelled to sleep in a dumpster, don't do that, man. You might just wake up dead. Could you imagine being a, a driver and you dump a dead body out the back of your truck? Damn. Anyway, y'all have a happy new year. I am you, Winton. Peace.